Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 23 on page 368, and Psalm 146 on page 522. The Lord is my shepherd, therefore can I lack nothing. He shall feed me in green pasture, and lead me forth beside the waters of comfort. He shall convert my soul, and bring me forth in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Thou shalt prepare a table before me in the presence of them that trouble me. Thou hast anointed my head with oil, and my cup shall be full. Surely thy loving kindness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise the Lord, O my soul, while I live will I praise the Lord. Yea, as long as I have any being, I will sing praises unto my God. O put your trust in princes, O put not your trust in princes, nor in any child of man, for there is no help in them. For when the breath of man goeth forth, he shall turn again to his earth, and then all his thoughts perish. Blessed is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, and whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, who keepeth his promise forever, who helpeth them to right that suffer wrong, who feedeth the hungry, the Lord loses men out of prison. The Lord giveth sight to the blind. The Lord helpeth them that are fallen. The Lord careth for the righteous. 
The Lord careth for the strangers, he defendeth the fatherless and widow. As for the way of the ungodly, he turneth it upside down. The Lord thy God, O Zion, shall be king forevermore, and throughout all generations. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 11th verse of the 34th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. For thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in good pasture, and their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in a good fold, and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek what was lost, and bring back what was driven away, bind up the broken, and strengthen what was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud, the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th verse of the 21st chapter of the Gospel of St. John. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. Thus he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who also had leaned on his breast at the supper, and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? 
Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest to dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who by thy Son, Jesus Christ, did give to thy apostle, St. Peter, many excellent gifts, and commandest him earnestly to feed thy flock. Make, we beseech thee, all bishops and pastors, diligently to preach thy holy word, and the people obediently to follow the same, that they may receive the crown of everlasting glory, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts tonight about the lessons on this, the the where we commemorate St. Peter the Apostle. And obviously with our psalms and our lessons and even the collect, we see this continual usage of the, the, the shepherd imagery and taking care of the flock. And it's important to remember that when we think about pastors and, and church leaders and these things as shepherds that it's always important to keep in mind that the real shepherd is jesus that all pastors and ministers are only 
working under the the authority of Jesus, that the flocks be, belong to him and do not actually belong to the pastors. The the flock, the congregation, is in the hands of Jesus Christ at all times. He is our shepherd. He is our high priest. And so that means that we have a reciprocal relationship with our pastors. It's not a uh, an authoritarian relationship so much as a uh, a familial one. The you know we call a priest's father, but that doesn't negate our responsibility to hold them accountable for their actions. And at the same time, we are all in this thing together. We are all called to follow Christ together. And so that's something that's brought out at the end of our New Testament lesson, where Jesus is calling on Peter to follow him. You know, Peter denied him three times and now Jesus asks this question, do you love me three times? And it grieves Peter. And he's, Jesus is making the point of, you are called to follow me. And what does Peter do? He worries about John. And so this is always a temptation for us is to start to compare ourselves with others, to look outside of ourselves and look towards others and to worry about them instead of our own relationships with with christ that's got to be our focus when we relate to others it should be out of love that is welling up inside of us because of our love for jesus and not as a comparison or a judgment or worrying about what other people are doing when we're not looking at our own selves and it reminds me of that not only do we have this issue of looking and comparing ourselves to others, but another very real danger is comparing ourselves, our true selves, to our false ideas of ourselves. So by that I mean worrying about how I stack up against this idealized version of myself how I want others to see myself as, how I want others to perceive me. It reminds me of a, a story about the uh, film director, James Gunn, who was talking about in his early 20s, he was a, um, an aspiring rock musician. And he talked about when he imagined what success would look like, he imagined himself up on stage playing to a big crowd. And, but he realized that this image that he had of himself was from the perspective of the crowd looking up at himself playing to this audience. And he realized it was a, more about what others saw him as than what he was actually doing. And it was important for him to find a vocation where he could imagine doing the actual thing where he imagined it from the, the first person perspective, if you will. And I think that's always important thing to look at in our own lives is, are we seeing ourselves, judging ourselves by who we really are and what we really are called to do in Christ, 
or is it a how we want others to perceive us, how we want others to view us? And that goes back to this whole issue of the shepherds. Do we have to guard against shepherds who view themselves from the flock, seeing themselves up on stage preaching to a bunch of people instead of when they see themselves, it's talking to a person, it's caring for individuals, it's caring for people. And so this is always something that our task as members of the body of Christ is to guard against bad shepherds and to encourage those around us, not in judgment, but is in a loving way, encourage the gifts of other peoples to, to uh, flower and blossom. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We will continue with the litany for the church and evangelism. And it is available in the chat bar on the right of your screen. And we offer this litany for to the glory of God and for the opening of new do doors of mission and ministry for our diocese and those who are we, we are working with. We pray with intention for the prayers and intercessions of all those people here present. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Spirit, Sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O Holy, Blessed, and Glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give all thy people increase of grace to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to do us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
We sinners do beseech you to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please you to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up, up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please you to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed, in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to put into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and to bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, pour out thy Holy Spirit upon St. Matthew's, and grant us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten God our clergy and lay workers, Strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, and bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, beyond glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Thank you to Barb and to Aaliyah for leading with me. And hope you guys have a great night. Thank you for the homily. It was delicious. Thank you, Deacon Thank Thomas. You. Have a good, good night, night, everybody. Bye.